RadioInfluence.com You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to In the Trenches. And as you know, In the Trenches is where all football teams win games. And if you've listened to this before, uh, we talk a lot of NFL. I talk a lot of NFL. We talk mostly Buccaneers since I'm here uh, in the Tampa Bay area, but I also talk a little bit about all the goings-on around the NFL. There's still a lot going on, even though it's the offseason. Now, we got to say, you know... uh, Sad news uh, for Nick Foles. His wife had a miscarriage, and Nick Foles is uh, hopefully going to be the savior over there in Jacksonville. So he had a chat. He took some time off, a little leave of absence to console his wife, and you never wanted to see anybody go through that. That's a tough situation. So let's hope everything works well for Nick Foles and his family. He's still a young man. He still has plenty of time to have other kids. I believe he has a girl, but it kind of touched home when you know he was talking about, I lost a baby boy, and you know what sex it is. You don't have a boy. So obviously he's going to be excited to have a boy, and then you lose him. So uh, that's a tough situation. Uh, I had a girl first. My son came second. I knew I wanted a son, and I I would believe most football players do. So let's hope that's a situation where he can uh, make that happen here in, in the near future. But uh, he'll be fine. He's a young man, and I'm sure he's going to bounce back. Now, um, everybody saw the video of Ezekiel Elliott um, at the music festival, drunk as a skunk. Uh, and listen, that happens. I've been there. It wasn't too long ago where I was there. Uh, you do some dumb things when you're drunk. Everybody knows that. Uh, Zeke Elliott does dumb things when he's drunk, and he's gotten himself in trouble in the past for doing it. Uh, he was drunk again, very, if you watch the video, um, you know, kind of nudging into security guards and not being violent, but just being an a-hole. Uh, one of the security guards ended up falling over a barrier. He looked kind of a young, frail guy that I found out later on he plays football, so he wasn't that frail. Um, and everybody's like, oh, my God, he's going to sue Zeke Elliott. I mean, dude fell over a barrier and didn't hurt himself. I mean, is that the American way that we're just going to sue people when we look stupid, maybe? But this guy says, at first, I'm not going to sue him. Then probably people got in his ear. Now he wants a, I want a legitimate uh, apology from Zeke Elliott, or I don't know what I'm going to do. And that kind of stuff pisses me off, to be honest with you. Either you do it or don't, all right? If somebody pushes me over a barrier, I'll be damned if I sue him. I, I think I'm more manly than that. So Ezekiel Elliott an idiot? Yep. Okay, you're doing idiotic things. You're Zeke Elliott. You're a starting running back for the, the, the most popular uh, professional team on earth, maybe. Uh, you can't do stuff like that because everybody has their phone out and everybody wants you to act an ass. So stop acting an ass. And Roger Goodell's going to look over it. And you're, you're allowing Roger Goodell to play God. And that's not a good thing because sometimes he literally plays God and he will, you know, you'll be in big trouble. And he goes right to the pocket, that's for sure. Now, some other funny stories that were going on in the NFL. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, missed voluntary workouts. Now, Freddie Kitchens is complaining because he missed a lot of work. Now, I'm going to say this to the NFL, okay? Uh, if you, if you want to complain about somebody missing a voluntary uh, workout, then don't make it voluntary. And it's in the CBA, you have to make some workouts voluntary, which if you look it up, means go if you want to. So if it's voluntary, you shouldn't be able to complain. 
the CBA says you could only have this many mandatory workouts. Every other one's voluntary. So it's in the CBA. Stop bitching and moaning. Is, is Odell Beckham uh, a great team, teammate for missing practices? Nope. You're better off being there. But there was a time where I was in Philadelphia and there were, there were not mandatory workouts and I was not there. Okay. It had nothing to do with my production during the season. Uh, I was a veteran player and I was good. I knew the system. And I know everybody wants to say, well, you got to do, well, let your boss make something voluntary and see if you go. Because nobody else out there has the ability to evaluate every move that you make. And I think that's it with, with football players, unfortunately. Uh, Richie Incognito uh, just signed with the Raiders. John Gruden is pretty much uh, assembling the land of misfit toys over there with the Raiders. I don't see any way that works in any situation. <laughs> I just hope Hard Knocks gets him. So do we get a chance to see a little of it, a little of the demise? Because there's too many personalities over there. No way. There's no way that's going to work, including the, you know, starting in, first and foremost with John Gruden. Okay. John Gruden doesn't work well with people. He doesn't work well with egos. And when you go out and get Antonio Brown, who has maybe top three egos in all of the NFL, and Richie Incognito, who may be top five craziest son bitches ever in the NFL, uh, when you, you know, team that up with John Gruden, who is the number one most abrasive ballistic coach maybe of all times as well, and I'm not exaggerating, uh, it's gonna, it's a, it's an equation for, um, an implosion. So wait till you hear that noise. It's going to happen real soon. Trust me. Now, Calvin Johnson, you remember that name, the wide receiver from the Lions. Um, if you remember how Calvin Johnson went back, went out, he kind of uh, retired, you know, before it was his time. I didn't know that he was battling a lot of knee problems, you know, bone on bone, cartilage on cartilage. He didn't, he didn't practice at the end of his career and he just had enough. So when he retired... The Detroit Lions made him give back part of his guaranteed money. So when he retired because of his body being beat up from playing for the Lions his whole career, the Lions had the audacity to make him pay back over a million dollars. So then when Calvin, when they called Calvin Johnson and said, hey, Calvin, how you doing? You want to represent our team? F you, period. And he came out, and I, I believe this wholeheartedly. He came out and says, you want me to represent the Lions? You give me my damn money back. Good for you, Calvin. So when a, when a billionaire hits a young, young man for a million dollars, a billionaire, knowing that he left blood and guts on the field, screw him. The Fords, they need a million dollars? Since when? Good for you, Calvin. Good for you. Don't don't sign nothing with the Lions on it. I wouldn't. Those guys treated you like, you know, Willie Lump Lump. Don't let them do that, okay? So good for you, Calvin Johnson, and I hope he never represents the Lions if they don't give him his damn money back. That's it. Ian Beckles here speaking on a new sponsor, Twillery. For a limited time, you can use the promo code Beckles and you'll get $25 off. You want to go to twillery.com backslash Beckles. That's T-W-I-L-L-O-R-Y dot com backslash Beckles. And you're going to get $25 off your order. For a limited time, Father's Day special, you can enjoy a free set of bottle opener collar stays. And that's only valid from 529 through 616. Let me tell you a little bit about Twillery. Their shirts are 
Uh, they don't wrinkle. They don't itch or sweat. And that's obviously very important in the heat of Florida. Uh, they offer non-iron, untuckable, and performance dress shirts as low as $55. Toolery is built on a century-old family manufacturing business. And um, I'm telling you, the shirts are just a lot more comfortable than everybody else's shirts out there. A lot better than the competitors. Most of the competitors will charge about 100 bucks for these shirts. You can get them for $55 at Twillery. Free shipping and returns and free brush nickel collar stays included with each shirt. So if you want great performance shirts, you got to take advantage of this. So go to Twillery.com backslash Beckles. Use a promo code Beckles, B-E-C-K-L-E-S, and you will get $25 off. So you got to take advantage. Now, I got a chance to see Bruce Arians on uh, NFL Live. Um, and uh, he's a really good interview, first of all, Bruce Arians. He's a pretty straightforward guy. He don't BS a whole lot. He said some things I like. I loved hearing. Uh, he kept on reiterating about running the football. Uh, you know, the most important thing in Jameis's development is going to be whether we can run the football or not. I mean, Jameis has been put in a situation in his first few years where it was an equation for failure. Throwing the ball 45 times a game is an equation for failure for any quarterback. And when you have to, especially when you have the worst defense in the league, uh, it's just not conducive to good to good statistics when you're down in the game all the time. It's tough. They got nickel. They're, they're, they're pitting their ears back and they're rushing. It's just not really a great situation. But Bruce Aarons kept on talking about having to run the football, run the football good. I haven't really heard that. I mean, I heard Dirk Cutter say it a little bit, but I didn't feel the passion behind it because it certainly didn't come out on the football field. So to me, let me hope that um, Bruce Arians comes out and his main focus in training camp is to run the football. That's important. You know, I don't know if we have the studs back there, but if you have the studs up front, and I don't know if we have that either, you, anybody can run the football. So let's hope that works out. He said a couple other things. He said, basically, Devin White is already the leader of his defense. I like to hear that. And you can't really fake that. You know, as a rookie, for you to go out there and for veterans to be you know, following your lead, that's not an easy thing to do. You just don't really see that too much in rookie football players. So it's good to know that we have a, 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 a bona fide leader in Devin White. And uh, let's and suppose he's picked up the defense, and supposedly he's he's a real deal. So uh, you know, I loved Quan Alexander; would have been nice to retain him. But if this kid Devin White can play, then then bring it. We gotta have him and V to V, and some of the other young kids grow up together. And you never know; maybe one day we could have um, we could look like a real NFL defense because it's been a long time since we've been that. He talked about JPP a little bit; that it's going to be five or six months. Six months is not you're done for this, this season. You can't you can't go six months and then think you're going to get yourself prepared for NFL football season. So I don't foresee JPP being a Buccaneer this year, and then we got to start start worrying about his career and just where he's going to play next. But that's a tough situation because JPP is squandered millions of dollars off the field, and you just don't see that very often. He did talk very briefly about Gerald McCoy, and he doesn't really want to talk about McCoy too much. I don't. In in some ways, 
uh, and I don't really give a shit about the word respect. In some ways, he had dis- disrespected Gerald McCoy. I'm not saying he wasn't telling the truth, but to come in and talk about a six-time All uh, Pro Bowler or whatever he was, and talk about him lacking this or lacking that—that's eh, eh, it's ruffling feathers. Uh, it doesn't hurt my feelings. It hurt a, it hurt Gerald McCoy's feelings. That's for sure. But he basically said that Gerald McCoy wasn't a good fit, and that. Sue is going to bring us added toughness, which we needed. Good. I mean, that's just straightforward. That's that's no BS. We need the toughness that Sue brings. And Joe McCoy did not bring that toughness. He didn't. He didn't bring it in his play. He didn't bring it in his attitude. He didn't bring it on and off the field. I know you guys didn't see it because I didn't see it for years. Our defense, you know, everybody wants to talk about Jameis Winston, how Jameis Winston is the big key to this season and blah, blah, blah. Our defense last year uh, gave up 110 passer rating to other quarterbacks. 110, which is ranked one, two, three, four, 32nd in the NFL. All right? that's And there's 32 teams in the NFL. So everybody's worried about Jameis Winston and whether Jameis Winston can throw for 400 yards when you're giving up 110 passer rating. That means people are throwing for 400 yards and they ain't throwing picks and they're throwing hella touchdowns. So, you know, when you worry about Jameis Winston and all those kind of things, I'm worried about our defense. And I'm worried about how it's possible that we can... Now, how can we get some pass rush, okay? Those are all things that are very, very important. And other than that, we just have a lot of getting better to do everywhere. And I mean everywhere. There's not a position on on that field for the Buccaneers, and they don't need to get better than last year. That's for sure. Now, if anybody ever wants to email me and has a question for me, uh, Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. I have a couple other uh, probably three or four other podcasts if you guys want to definitely tune into that. If you want to hear sports radio Monday through Friday, Ron and I are on uh, 620 WDAE and 95.3 FM uh, Monday through Friday. Three, we're going to seven today, normally six or seven. So I want you to tune into that. But otherwise, I appreciate you guys listening in. The numbers have been been pretty darn good for in the trenches because I know everybody loves football. It's off season, but still a whole lot to talk about. But I appreciate you guys listening in. Everybody have a wonderful week and please be safe. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. This is a Landry Football Quick Fix on Radio Influence. There's some head coaches, again, who call the plays. There's some that don't call the plays. There's some, like Jimbo Fisher, that will have help coordinating the meetings during the week, but will ultimately call the plays. Sometimes coaches will give up play-calling responsibilities to oversee things um, a little bit more, and sometimes they take it back. We see that with Gus Malzahn at Auburn. He's given it up, the play calling. He's taking it back. And so it really depends. But normally you have a head coach that was really good at, at calling plays. He got to be a head coach for one reason or another. Some cases it's recruiting. Some cases it's leadership. Some cases it's really dynamic play call on one side of the ball or the other. So if a coach really wants to have that role of being the play caller as an offensive or defensive coordinator, 
do it. You just got to make sure that some of the head coach responsibilities are divvied up within the staff to allow you the extra time to prepare for the meetings and prepare for the extra time that it takes to be the play call. The Landry Football Podcast with veteran scout and coach Chris Landry can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com. <laughs>